Hi everybody. Happy summer. I hope that everyone's summer is going super well. Um, I'll be honest, today is kind of been a frazzled day. I'm trying to get my family out of town. We're just wrapping up work details. It's been a little crazy. And if I'm honest, it's the kind of day where I might usually run off on social media and send off something a little bit snarky or a little bit frazzled or just not pay as much attention to my words. And so it's perfectly fitting that today would also be a day when I'm really thinking about Proverbs in particular, Proverbs 25. Um, this whole chapter could basically be a guide to how to behave on social media. I don't think that's what it was intended for. My guess is that the context in which it was written had something to do with how to behave toward kings and in the presence of people who could like literally take your head off. Um, but in today's world, the, the, the place where we tend to say things that get us in trouble or say things that um, could be harmful really is uh, the social media sphere. It's today's kind of public discourse. And we see more and more public figures, politicians using it. And what's so sneaky about it is that it's always at our fingertips. You can tweet from the toilet, um, which you know you all do. But what I love about Proverbs is that wisdom is timeless. And so even though we're not speaking before kings and we're not um, in these courtly situations where there's protocols and appropriateness, we do still need to use wisdom with our words. And I love all of Proverbs 25 because if there's anything more lacking in our culture today, it's moderation. And I love that the whole chapter is advising us toward patience, moderation, thinking before we speak, thinking about our words and how they might land. And I pulled out, um, as I was reading it, I thought, you know, this, there's kind of a good little checklist that you can draw out of Proverbs 25 for, um, I'm going to call it the, should I tweet this, but should I post it? Should I certainly, should I say it? But I think that the moment we're most inclined to being impulsive or maybe speaking quickly might be a text message or something where there's a screen separating us from the person on the receiving end. And so Proverbs for me has kind of started to step in as that, that filter that we all need. Um, the first, the kind of overarching verses in the chapter that make uh, probably the summary for this, I think are verses 11 and 12. And it says a word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in a setting of silver, like a ring, a gold ring or an ornament of gold is a wise reprover to a listening ear. And I love that um, because it's saying this can be good. It can, our words can be good. They can be useful. They can be right. It's not a just shut up and, you know, stay out of the way situation. It really is that God puts things of value. The spirit moves things of value, but wisdom is knowing when to use them and how to use them. And so the first kind of like checklist thing is things that we share online are often news. 
We all know the discrepancy about fake news and uh, nobody's more frustrated than, about that than people who are in the actual news media, like myself. Um, and so the question I have, before I'm posting something that I've heard or a piece of news, the question is, is this in good faith? Does the person posting it really think that this is real? Do they think that this is accurate? Or is this a ploy to start a fight or to make a point or to bolster a position? And that's something I see a lot online is bad faith arguments. And the, um, the verse that made me think of that is verse 19, where it says, trusting in a treacherous man in a time of trouble is like a bad tooth or a foot that slips. Like we need our teeth and our feet to be there for us. And I think a lot about things you hear online, arguments and stuff that when we promote these bad faith arguments that the people saying them and doing them don't actually think they know it's not true. They're just trying to get something. And then you go into a situation where you're trying to decide whether or not to get vaccinated. You're trying to decide whether or not to travel. You're trying to make real decisions who to vote for. And that's when you need those teeth and those feet. You need those, that truth, the good faith news facts and analysis that we so often so quickly run to spreading when it supports what we want to be true instead of what is actually true. So that was one that jumped out at me. Another one was, um, is this kind? Is the thing that I'm about to post in response to someone's new haircut or in response to someone's political opinion, is it kind? Uh, there's tons of opportunity to be sarcastic and snarky and um, burn on the internet and on social media. And um, But verses 20 through 23 of Proverbs um, 25 made me think about just such a good rule of thumb of, is this kind? Um, it says, whoever sings songs to a heavy heart is like one who takes off a garment on a cold day and like vinegar on soda. If your enemy is hungry, give him bread to eat. And if he is thirsty, give him water to drink. For you will heap burning coals on his head, and the Lord will reward you. The north wind brings forth rain, and a backbiting tongue angry looks. Basically, the, the thrust of those four verses is what you say has an effect. And when you are choosing kindness... The people who want to fight, when it says it has, they have heaping coals on their heads, it's basically saying they're the ones who end up being called out by that. And um, yeah, that when you add to the anger, you get angry looks, you can kind of amp up the argument or you can cool it down with your words. You can turn things toward kindness or you can keep pushing it down the path of anger. And um, I love a good righteous anger as much as the next gal, but I have noticed that you just never lose by being kind. And I think that's what the, what the proverb 
the author of Proverbs is saying is that there's just never, whether the person you're talking to is sad or angry or, you know, ambivalent, you being kind always has a positive effect. The next, the next point that jumped out was if I'm making a joke or if I'm expressing my own witty thoughts or, or pithy, you know, quotes or whatever, um, am I exploiting my values for likes? And this is a tricky one. And it's, there's two really interesting verses in Proverbs that made me think of it. The first one is 16. If you have found honey, eat only enough for you, lest you have your fill of it and vomit it. And then 11 verses later, it says, it is not good to eat much honey, nor is it glorious to seek one's own glory. And this at first just made me chuckle because I pictured somebody who'd just eaten too much honey and like, that's all they can think about. (laughs) And so they're trying to write all these wise proverbs and they're just like, oh, the honey. And so, um, but I also think whether or not that's true, (laughs) it's good advice. Um, and when I think of honey, I think of like just straight reward sugar in your brain, like just activates straight reward. And, um, I think of eat only enough for you, how we can just get addicted to getting the likes and we'll end up saying and doing anything to getting that affirmation from others. And it's so cheap and it's so easy on social media. It's so easy to figure out the buzzwords or the uh, hot take that's going to get you the retweets and the likes and all of that stuff. And what I find is that, yeah, even if it's something that I believe, I can start to use it to just gin up that little dopamine hit that comes from likes. And actually scientists have shown that that is what's happening. It's like a drug. When you see that like, it feels, it, it gives you a little jolt of pleasure. And I think that it leads, it can lead us to a place where we just give me that honey, you know, and we're willing to bend the truth or amp up the anger or, you know, put a little more of a sting on the joke to keep it going. And so, um, that moderation and the, the glory of the, how it's not glorious to seek one's own glory. It's the putting yourself in the adore me position and using your, your family members, your values, your, I'm guilty of using my kids all the time. And, um, basically turning them into something that just gains like likes or retweets or just the, you know, whatever the kids are using these days, there's some other version for people letting them, letting you know, I like it. I like it. I like it. I affirm you. I affirm you. And you can get addicted to that. And then you get sick off of it because it just starts to feel like that's the measure of what, what's valuable. And the final, the final, should I post this rule for me, um, is in times of disagreement. Cause we all know that everybody's got that uncle, everybody's got that cousin, everybody's got that, you know, fourth grade teacher, whatever, who posts stuff online, um, that you don't agree with, or, uh, whether it's a football draft decision 
or you can tell I don't really do sports, <laughs> football draft decision, or immigration policy, or um, a new song, whether or not the new Taylor Swift album is any good that people seem to love to disagree wholesale on that. It's either like total trash or it is the best thing ever. And there's like teams on these things. And the things that people can fight about just are amazing. Um, you would think we didn't have like world hunger to solve, but, um, whether they are consequential or not, and some of them are consequential. Sometimes the time to have that important conversation comes because you saw something that somebody posted online and you thought, man, I should talk to you about that. And you got to decide, do I want to talk to you in your like comment section or should I call you like a person? Um, but there's two verses there that say, with, uh, sorry, chapter 25, verse 15 says, with patience, a ruler may be persuaded and a soft tongue will break a bone. And then verse 28 says, a man without self-control is like a city broken into and left without walls. And I think that speaks to the power of keeping your head in those situations when the disagreement is hot and people are separated by a screen or you find you've accidentally just really stepped in it. You've wandered into the hot button issue and you feel like it's all blowing up around you. Um, been there. What the, what the Proverbs are exhorting us to do is just stay level headed and stay calm. Be ready to apologize. Be ready to say, okay, tell me more about your perspective because I can tell you as someone who has drawn a lot of public ire um, over mistakes I've made and things that I stand behind. When you turn around and say, give the soft answer, the tell me more, the can we talk about this, the would you be up for getting coffee? It's amazing how the conversation can maybe not all the heat goes out of it, but you enter a more collaborative place. And then there's nothing worse than the feeling of being carried away by it and feeling like you're on the emotional roller coaster and there's no way to stop. And that to me, um, is the most out of control feeling. And when they say a, a city without walls, that's exactly how I feel when I'm being carried away by this crazy internet debate going on. Um, kind of all around or without me. And so, um, for those of you who aren't on social media, cause I acknowledge that there's some really healthy, um, people who make good choices out there who aren't on social media. Um, hopefully you see how all of this is applicable at family gatherings. Hopefully we see how it is applicable, um, with our kids, especially as they get older and the, um, there's some assertions of their opinions and their desires. Hopefully kids, you see how this is applicable when you're frustrated with your parents. Um, I just chose online because I do think it is the distilled, um, it's our emotions run wild. We have no checks. We have no physical feedback. And so if there's any place that shows us our tendencies and the, how fast the unwise thoughts can, um, take over it's there. And so if we can master, um, if you can apply these proverbs online, I feel like you can apply them anywhere. So, um, 
have a wonderful, I hope everyone's having a wonderful summer and, um, hope that you're being wise as you see friends, go places and, um, doom scroll. <laughs> All right, let's pray. Dear Jesus, thank you so much for this time. Thank you for my brothers and sisters in Christ who are put in situations every day where we need wisdom with how to use our words. Give us that internal filter of your spirit, that place where we can go and check a few things. Um, make us smart not for our own benefit, but so that we are spreading peace and love and the things of you without um, a hot head or a quick thumb getting in the way. We love you so much. Uh, make us bold for your kingdom, but wise in how we approach. Amen. <laughs>